what is up everyone and welcome back to another episode of real talk if you are new here welcome please go hit that follow button on instagram real talk underscore podcast one if you are not new here welcome back you already know what time it is please share this episode on your instagram facebook with a friend tell a friend and tell a friend you already know um but yeah we're just gonna jump right into it um i've been getting a lot of requests lately to talk about um relationships and trust issues and um toxic things and whatever um so i figured we talk about trusting again after you've been hurt because if you bleed blood you have been hurt before and i feel like a lot of people associate trust issues and hurt with a relationship like a romantic partner or whatever the case may be and you can have been betrayed and all that by a sibling by a parent by a teacher by a coach by a friend by anybody you know what i'm saying like trust doesn't just come from a relationship but nine times out of ten it does so like no matter what it will happen you will get lied to you will get betrayed you will get let on you will get cheated on at some point in your life you know what I'm saying? And not trusting affects all parts of our lives. Um, there's people who will walk around saying, I trust nobody. And it's like, damn, you don't trust anyone. Like, And don't get me wrong. Trusting takes time. Trusting someone is... Uh, we'll get into it. We're going to get into the shit, okay? But you just have to ask yourself, how trusting are you? You know what I'm saying? Like when you're put in a situation, how trusting are you? How many people in your circle can you look at and be like, I fully trust this person? Or how many people do you think in your circle can look at you and say, I fully trust her? You know what I'm saying? Like how how trusting is your level? Like, like is there, do you have a guard up? Is there certain people that you trust only a certain percentage? Is there some that you trust with your life? Is there some that you know would never hurt you? Is there some that you think might? You know what I'm saying? Um, and most people who have been hurt, fear is an automatic reaction. Okay? Like, it is just what it is. We are human. It's It's automatic. Okay? And the worst thing to do is to act like you don't care. Like, if you have been hurt and someone cheated on you, or they lied to you, or they betrayed you, for you to act as if it matters none is the worst thing that you can do. And a lot of us don't like to show that vulnerability, and a lot of us don't like to show that we've been hurt and that someone won up on us and, you know, that we allowed someone that access and they betrayed it. But to act as if nothing ever happened and to act as if that didn't affect you is the worst thing that you can do healing wise. Because all you're doing is lying to yourself. You're putting on this show. You're you're putting up this wall. You're putting on this mask. And, you know, nine times out of ten, people who know you know that it's a front. People who are around you enough know what hurts you and what doesn't. So to pretend that it doesn't hurt would be the worst thing for you to do. You have to learn to trust yourself as well, because I feel like a lot of people think, oh, trust is trusting other people. You need to learn how to trust yourself as well. And if you don't trust yourself enough to be vulnerable with your own emotions, how do you expect someone else to trust you? How do you expect to trust someone else? You can't even trust yourself. You know what I'm saying? So that's part of the healing process. 
Um, and that takes years and years and years and years. And I feel like a lot of people think that healing is linear and it's not. It's not a straight line. It takes a really long time. Okay, like let's think of a kid who's young and they touch a hot stove. They're going to get burnt, right? So nine times out of ten, they ain't never going to touch that fucking stove again. And nine times out of ten, they're going to be afraid of the stove. And nine times out of ten, the kitchen reminds them of pain. You know what I'm saying? Even if the stove is only a little part of the kitchen, the kitchen as a whole reminds me that I walked in there, I touched that stove, and I got burnt. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't you a lot of times we don't want to try, you know, like if you've ever experienced hurt, dating equals fear. Okay, opening up equals fear. Being vulnerable equals fear. And sometimes people don't want to try. So they'd rather go through a whole phase or they'd rather want to stay on the outside, you know, like not give too much. Um, but they still have needs that need to be met. So then you get into a situationship. You get into a situation where you're messing with someone, you're fucking around, but there's no title. There's no labels, right? And you think that that way is safer. It's safer not to trust because no commitment equals playing it safe, right? Because you think that that's what will protect you. And that goes into self-preservation. Um, and self-preservation is a funny thing, right? Because on one end, it works. It keeps you safe. You're, you're in control. You're guarded. You're, you know, I, I have, I call the shots. I say how much I'm going to give you and how much I'm not and when I'm going to show up and when I'm going to text you and when I'm going to pull up and all that shit, right? And then on the other hand, it holds you back from actual commitment. You know what I'm saying? It holds you back from from trusting, from being open, from being in a relationship where you can fully be yourself. You know what I'm saying? So there's two ends to self-preservation. And you have to, you know, think of other areas in your life where you're committed. You know what I'm saying? This could be a job. This could be working out. This could be your eating habits. This could be um, anything, anything. Like think of other areas where you're committed. And if that doesn't give you as much of a hard time as it does to be committed in a relationship, the issue isn't commitment. The issue is fear. The issue is that you're afraid of being in that relationship. You're not afraid of commitment because you commit to all this other shit. The issue is that you can't commit to someone in a relationship because you're afraid for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? And that goes to intuition versus insecurity. Okay, because... They're very similar, but very different. Okay, now our intuition is that voice in our head, that one that's always talking, never shuts the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? That intuition when you're in a situation is a very calming voice. It's not loud. It's not screaming. It's not, you know, intuition will calmly tell you, get out. This is not safe. This is not for you. You know what I'm saying? Fear is loud. Fear is screaming. Fear is you looking for reasons to run okay that's insecurity insecurity is having no evidence that this person will hurt you no evidence that this person has lied to you no evidence that this person ain't shit but yet you're still looking for reasons to leave and run that's not intuition that's insecurity and that's the difference and sometimes when we get into a situation we're not really sure if these feelings are real Right. So we don't know. And that's all of us. None of us know from the rip. None of us know off the bat. Okay, this is real or this is not. You know what I'm saying? And that comes with 
you know, those layers of trust and those layers of, you know, getting to know someone and blah, 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 all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But if your insecurity overpowers your intuition, you're not over it. You're not healed 100%. You're not in a situation yet where you can be 100% vulnerable for someone else. You know what I'm saying? And that's when you have to sit back and kind of ask yourself, why are you so scared? What is the reason that you're so afraid to give somebody 100% of yourself? Or not even 100% of you off the bat, but why are you so afraid to take these layers off? You know, why are you so afraid to show someone yourself? Why are you so afraid of all this stuff? Because, you know, we we sometimes we give 50%, we give 40%, we give 60, we give whatever the fuck, make up the number for whatever works for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's us testing someone, testing how much I can trust you, how much I can tell you, what you're going to do with that information, how you're going to receive that information, how you're going to, you know, reflect that back on me, you know, and sometimes we test people, but we test to the point of destruction. And, you know, sometimes it's not, it's not always like we're meaning to do that. It's just the fear. It's the insecurities. Um, and, you know, we we watch for something and we watch for signs that something isn't OK. Right. Like, OK, let's say every night you guys text from this time to this time or every morning you guys text from this time to this time or whatever the case may be. Right. And one day they don't text you at that time or they don't hit you up all day or they don't whatever the case. Automatically, you're thinking something isn't OK. Something had to happen. Something isn't wrong. Isn't right. Something's wrong. Right. And dating someone versus being in a relationship is two totally different things. I will repeat myself. Dating someone and being in a relationship, is two totally different things. OK. And I feel like a lot of people get that fucked up. A lot of people think because we are dating I am obligated to you. You are obligated to me. There is some sort of attachment. There's some sort of commitment. There's some sort of, you know, there's some sort of something. And to some extent, that is 100% the truth. You know what I'm saying? Um, If I'm giving you my time and my energy and my space and my whatever the fuck, to some extent, I'm allowing you that access. So that should be mutual. We both should be giving and getting. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of time people get the lines blurred with dating and relationship. If I'm dating you, we're not in a relationship, you know, and you can put your own spin on what relationship is versus dating, whatever. That's a preference. That's, that's your own thing, but they're not the same thing. And if you think they're the same thing, that's where you're getting it fucked up. Um, and you also have to remember that anything that happens to you, is meant to happen. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be good or bad, anything that's supposed to happen is going to happen. You can run, you can hide, you can go into it head first, you can, whatever the fuck. It is going to happen what is meant to happen. You know what I'm saying? But if anything that happens bad, your first instinct is to leave and run, that's insecurity. That means that you are not fully healed. That means that when you're put in a situation where you have to be in a relationship type of environment, your fears are spiked. Your walls are up. You are not ready to give someone your all. 
because relationships are not all fucking butterflies and roses and flowers and hugs and kisses and all that shit you know what i'm saying relationships are hurt and pain and you know tears and obstacles and sacrifice and commitment and also love and you know all that good stuff but it's never gonna be 100 good and if in your mind you think that and if it's not 100 good all the time something must be wrong and you need to run that means that you're not ready for that you're not ready to do that and i learned personally a few things that helped me trust again um And the first thing is to take your time. No rushing. There's no time to trust. There's no time to healing. There's no time to being over this. There's no, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of people think like, oh, I've been single for five years. So I, I, you know, I'm ready. I've been single for nine months. So I'm ready. Or I haven't been with someone in X amount of time. So I'm ready. And then when you're put in that situation, all of a sudden your insecurities are on full display. So no, you're not ready because nine times out of 10, you did what I talked about before and you got hurt and you pretended that you didn't give a fuck and you didn't heal the way that you should have healed. And now your insecurities are on full display because now you're put back in that situation and you don't know what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? So no, you're not healed. There's no time. You know what I'm saying? You could be single for 10 fucking years and still not be ready. So... Also, I feel like trust is not given, it's earned. Okay? Trust is not given, it is earned. It's built up over time with actions, with words, with, you know, shit like that. Like my chair right here. I trust my chair because my chair has been consistent. My chair has never let me down. I have never sat on my chair and it has let me down. So I trust my chair. I trust that it will hold me up. You know what I'm saying? Women get hurt because they give trust unearned. People have to earn your trust. A lot of women give trust to someone just off the bat or just off the rip or just off the strength that I fuck with you and I like you. And I'm going to give you my trust because why not? And that's where you get hurt. That's where you get it fucked up. Trust is earned. Nobody automatically gets 100% of your trust. Okay? And your insecurity, you want someone to want you. And the minute they do, you're like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to I'm going to give this person my trust because they're showing me that they like me and they're showing me that they, you know, they want to spend time with me and they're showing me this, this and that. So that's where you get it fucked up at. You know what I'm saying? And you can trust them to date them, to talk to them, to have a combo, to do all this. But to fully trust someone takes time. You know what I'm saying? And then that goes into the second thing, which is layer by layer. Think of yourself as an onion. Think of the relationship as an onion. When his layer comes off, your layer comes off and vice versa vice versa vice versa people expect people to give 100 percent of the of themselves and that's not the reality you know what i'm saying you have to match their vulnerability and also this is why i'm not big on people sharing their stories of their past so quick you know what i'm saying like you haven't known this person for so long and you're sitting here telling them how hurt you've been how betrayed you've been how this how that and i mean that yes that needs to be said with time You know what I'm saying? Like, don't share stories so quick because you don't that person is not worthy of that. And they also it's not fair to them for you to put the weight of where you've been on them and vice versa. They shouldn't do that to you as well. Um, And I just feel like that's how you get hurt. Like, imagine yourself standing there butt naked, right? 
and they're still fully dressed maybe not head to toe but they still have clothes on and you're butt naked because you've given 100 of yourself and they're still dressed imagine how funny that would look if you stand in there butt ass naked and this other person is standing there with clothes still on and y'all just staring at each other like in the notebook type shit you know what i'm saying but even then in the notebook she take off her shirt he take off his shirt she take off her bra he take off his pants you take you know what i'm saying it's like give and get um and then that goes into step three also with time in a new relationship or a situation you need to make a person aware of your issues aware of your trust issues aware of you know where the fuck you've been what you've been through how your mental state is um and also not so soon that goes into the the one i was just talking about you need to to build that you know what i'm saying because you don't want to come off too crazy you don't want to give too much too soon you know because that could come off as needy or like psycho or like what the fuck like i barely know her or i barely know him and this is how they're acting you know what i'm saying they need to be consistent otherwise that person is not a safe space you know what i'm saying don't just trust someone just because they're in your life and because you care about them you know what i'm saying And we get that fucked up also well because i feel this way they should feel this way mm, that's not the case sis that's not that's not how that works that's not you know and then the fourth thing is to test them. And this is a little controversial, you know, but men do it. So whatever the fuck. Be, but be careful how much you test. Don't test to the point of where you look nuts. You know what I'm saying? Don't test to the point of where you look like you're crazy. Okay? Like think of an Amazon product. You know, like you have to test it a few times in order to give a review. You're not going to go on one date with someone and be like, yep or no. You know, unless that shit was horrible, then, yeah, 100%. But, you know, you have to figure out what to test. You know, you got to figure out what test you want to give. And that's up to you. I'm not going to tell you the test. That's that's on you to decide. But bottom line is 100% trust takes years. And sometimes never even happens. Like, sometimes you never trust someone 100%. And most people can't be trusted 100% because we are not trustworthy by nature. You know what I'm saying? We're put in different situations where I might react to a situation different than you. And you're thinking, oh, well, she can't be trusted or he can't be trusted or no, I can't. I just react different than you. But then there goes into that percentage of what level of trust do you have in yourself and someone else? Can someone else trust you at what level? And people will hurt you unintentionally sometimes. You know what I'm saying? We're selfish and we want to be number one you know what i'm saying we want someone to only like us we want someone to only want us we want someone to see us and think we're perfect and you know they'll do whatever to keep us around and they'll do this it's not and that's not reality that's not you know that's not human be human allow them to be human and you be human you know because most people who hurt us it isn't about us most people who hurt us it's just a product of their own issues you know what I'm saying? And what happens when you don't put yourself first is that, you know, because we get into these situations where we want to people please and we want someone to like us so much back to insecurity. And we want someone to, you know, do all this stuff for us that we sometimes put ourselves second, even unintentionally, even without knowing, even without, you know, doing it on purpose. And there's no excuse for that behavior. We're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Most people want to please so bad that we just do shit that we wouldn't normally do. Think of a situation where you've been somewhere and you're like, oh, my God, like I would have never done that. But like with this person, I did or like whatever, you know, and 
when things happen where it doesn't always go right, people start to say, I'm not blank enough. You can fill in the blank. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. And that's where you get it fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Place the blame where it belongs. If someone hurts you, betrays you, led you on, lied to you, cheated, whatever the fuck, place the blame where it belongs. And that place, the place of blame is on them. It's never on you. It's always on them. You know what I'm saying? Because our worth doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see it. Okay, your value is still the same, sis. You're still worthy. You're still worthy of love. You're still worthy of someone committing to you. You're still worthy of someone not lying to you. You know, someone giving you their all. And don't forget that. And once you realize that, you can heal. And you never realize how unhealed you are until you're put in that next relationship, into that next situation. You know what I'm saying? Like we might think, oh, we're healed from our ex or we're healed from our last relationship until we're put in a situation where those emotions and feelings are brought back up. And then we realize how insecure we still are, how many issues we still have to work on, how how tall our wall still is that we expect someone to break the fuck down because we're not healed. You know what I'm saying? And healing is not linear. Like I said before, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes years and years and years. And the trust process takes years and years and years. You know what I'm saying? And also, you're not a victim. You know what I'm saying? Like, we love to be the victim. We love to say, woe is me. And this person did this to me. You know what I'm saying? But only you could change the narrative of your own story. You're in control of that pen that you're writing your story with. So a lot of us think we're powerless because we've been hurt. When in reality, you're powerful as fuck. Because, yes, you've been hurt. But the real power comes from how you react to that. What you allow. How you move forward. You know what I'm saying? We aren't victims. We're never victims. You just need to learn to level up. Change shit. And stop living in the past. You keep living life looking back. And expecting different results. When you aren't healed, you know what I'm saying? You're in control of your life. You're in control of how you can heal. You're in control of what you give someone. You're in control of you dating, you in a relationship, you, you, you. It's always you. So if anything, you're the most powerful fucking being in the situation. You know what I'm saying? But when you allow someone to hurt you and betray you and do all this and still have access and still have all this stuff, little by little, you take that power away. So the truth is... Like, you just have to imagine, like, just imagine, like, they say truth, the truth will set you free, right? So imagine what a lie can do. Like, a lie will bound the fuck out of you. And then you start to think, I'm not good enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not thick enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not blah, 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 whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because we're bound by the lies that we tell ourselves. And a lot of times we like to point the finger and place the blame on other people. Well, he made me feel not pretty enough. He made me feel not thin enough. He made me feel like I wasn't worthy because he cheated. He made me feel like I wasn't worthy of commitment. No, he didn't do shit because of you. He did it because of him. So at the end of the day, the only person who can change that is you. We get treated how we allow others to treat us. If you don't allow the bullshit, it's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So... At the end of the day, trust is essential in all aspects of our lives, not just relationships in all aspects. So at the end of the day, you need to trust like you've never been hurt. Be open to healing. Because if you're not open to healing 100%, if you're not open to looking in the mirror and facing your insecurities head on, 
in working on it and telling yourself that you're not healed and yes I'm insecure about this and how can I work on that and why am I this way and whatever you're never going to grow and you can sit here and say you've grown and you've done this and that and yes in some aspects that could be true but if you're put in a situation where you were broken down and you're tested to see how much have you grown and your insecurities are on full display like I said before there's a lot of growing and healing that hasn't been done and lying to ourselves is not he is not called healing. Lying to ourselves that things didn't hurt and I'm not this way doesn't do anything for you. So be open to trust. Be open to healing. Be open to love again. Be open to knowing your worth. Be open to facing your insecurities and working on them. And, you know, I feel like that is the only way that you can move forward. And I'm going to open discussion on Instagram and I'm always here for my email. Everything is on my Instagram page. Again, real talk underscore podcast one. Um, And I'm going to end this episode on that. So remember, you are worthy, sis. And until next time, peace and love.